0: chapter 5 of the book of love by paolo montegazza this librivox recording is in the public domain virgin 1 since according to the grammar adjectives may be either masculine or feminine it consequently follows that man also can be virgin but between his and woman's virginity there is an abyss which we in vain try to sound a virgin male is a man who does not know the mysteries of the embrace but of this innocence or of this ignorance he bears no trace in his body and often neither in his heart nor in his mind since vice with its thousand subterfuges and nature with her thousand pitfalls may have made him more impure than a courtesan although he may boast of having never violated a vow made to a caste to a prejudice or to any of the many tyrannies of the will the virgin female on the contrary is an entire world she is a temple to which peoples from all parts of the world bear the tribute of their religion their follies and their adoration so that to write its story is to write the greater part of the ethnography of love In this book however we will confine ourselves to consider the virgin just as nature has carved her in the secrets of the maternal bosom and as the civilization of our times sacrifices her on the altars of greed of love or of lust nature in creating the human virgin has left to the torment of our meditations one of the most obscure and tremendous problems it was not enough that sixteen long years should be required to turn a child into a woman not enough that all moral bulwarks which keep us far from the temple of love should fall only through long and cruel battles strategy and tactics of defense the impenetrable veils of modesty were deemed insufficient to push to folly the impatience of desire all this still seemed little to avaricious and cruel nature and when your yes is answered by another yes when barricades and bulwarks fall when the long coquetry of refusal is wearied and modesty blushingly withdraws to a corner to relish the delights of an anxiously hoped for defeat there just there at the doors of the sacred temple a terrible angel with a sword of fire bars the entrance and says to you there is a virgin here the rose is nearer to your lips closed it is true but beautiful and fragrant as the dawn of spring all collected in the chaste involutions of its hundred small leaves but to impress a kiss on it you must let your lips bleed because the virgin is the thorn of a rose profound mystery there at that threshold two natures widely different and yet so ardently enamoured have arrived through a thousand obstacles and a thousand battles there was their rendezvous for them to empty together the cup of voluptuousness but there on that very threshold they find the angel of sorrow and through a wound through a torture they must attain joy cruel mystery the poor creature who shall be a mother and the nurse and vestal of the temple of the family the woman who in the long sleepless nights of adolescence had imagined love as the most fragrant flower as the sweetest fruit in the orchards of life must reach the goal of her desires through pain as though nature from the first kiss had reminded her daughter of eve you will love and be a mother with great pain and happy because she belongs to one man happy because she is possessed and does possess she must behold in her bleeding hands the delicate petals of the first flower which she picked in the garden of voluptuousness and yet there among those torn petals warm with innocent blood man has erected a temple where the three most formidable passions of the human heart receive adoration and there he has accumulated as many elements of idolatry passion fury virtue as his brain could comprehend there self-pride love and the sense of ownership have found themselves bound together to conspire against human happiness and at the same time to prepare the most ardent voluptuousness mine mine for the first time mine for ever three cries one more formidable than the other which love pride and the sense of ownership utter in unison in the apotheosis of delirium and in the quivering of the flesh there is a unit for all the series there is a virgin for all human things to be the first means to be vastly different from being the second now nature wished to consecrate anatomically the first kiss the first embrace to incarnate in a physical fact that tremendous unit which is called the first love and civilized man suspicious jealous avaricious gives thanks to nature for having come and borne testimony to the purity of a woman and blesses her for having known how to bind a covenant of faith which no one can ever violate with impunity the longobards used to give the morgan cap to the bride immediately after the first night of matrimony and this famous gift the prize of virginity often equaled the fourth part of the husband's estate some shrewd spouses adds the malicious historian had the good sense of stipulating beforehand the conditions of a gift which they were too sure of not deserving however although we are not longobards we promise to all our young girls a morgan cap to induce them to guard intact until the supreme day of the official first love the sacred will this morgan cap is a husband it is the esteem the veneration the adoration of all with that veil intact you are a saint a virgin an angel the goal of all desires you may entertain the most foolish ambitions you may become a queen tomorrow if that flimsy veil is rent you are young beautiful perhaps as pure as you were yesterday but you are nothing more than a human female the temple has been violated the idol overthrown the priests have fled hurling anathemas and invoking the vengeance of their god upon the head of the victim what a tangle of mysteries and injustices i really feel as if i were in the world of exorcism and necromancy the poet finds not one but a thousand theories to explain the virgin the thorn beside the rose the temple guarded by the wings of an angel the first voluptuousness consecrated by a first pain the destinies of the lives of future beings marked from the first kiss all spasm and sweetness and an infinite mystery which covers with its crepuscules one of the grandest and most beautiful scenes of the human world such is the virgin of the poet and the moralist too finds in his theological theories a hundred reasons for the explanation of the virgin the protection of virtue consecrated by a material defence a kind of admonition that love will lead us to a thousand sorrows a sure guarantee of the honesty of the bride given to the bridegroom in the most solemn manner a precious pledge of future faith of everlasting domestic happiness there is the virgin of the theologian but the naturalist shakes his head and rejects the virgin of the poet and scoffs at the virgin of the theologian every organ must have its function every effect must have its cause every why must be answered by a because the virgin is for me an inceptive angel she is the first shadow of a future separation of two things which are still brutally coupled in us the organs of love and the organs of of bodily function the more the living beings elevate themselves the more they subdivide their labours and in a creature higher than we love will certainly have a determined and reserved ground from the cloaca maxima we have arrived at two smaller ones a step further and we shall have three organs and three apparatus one of the greatest physical disgraces of our body will be eliminated end of section 11